So, ladies and gentlemen, before you enjoy the podcast proper, which will start in like a second or two, I've got a quick announcement today. I'm Ziploc Bob, and I screwed up. So, um, there was a lot of my audio on my personal audio. Channels was fine. Says was fine. It's just my audio was just cutting in and out a lot. So I did my best to edit around that. So if context is lost because I said something, let's just pretend I said something really stupid. That being said, I'll do my best to, well, not screw up in this manner again and find whole new ways to screw up in future podcasts. Thanks for your understanding. Have a nice day. See you next week. fantastic faction of followers, fans, and freaks of fun Fanacom festivities. I am Ziploc Bob, one of the two hosts of Sequel Syndrome Podcast, a talk show about video games, their culture, design, and philosophy. And today we have a special guest, Shanna Banana f f as you do it. (laughs) (laughs) Hello! Today we're talking about how the Wii changed gaming. And for that reason, we brought on our special guest, a previous Wii owner, Shanna Banana. How's it going? Hello. Good. How's everyone? Yes, my modem didn't explode. (laughs) I know. My modem just died this time. I've made it. I have made it. (laughs) So, Shadana, what have you been playing lately? Um, I am currently working on The Last of Us. and um, PS4, right? Yes, on the PS4. It it has been uh, quite a journey. Great story. And... uh, been enjoying it quite a bit a lot of scary moments i left it off <laughs> on a very scary moment and i uh, <laughs> i don't know if i really want to go is... back <laughs> Ooh, it's so good it's really good the story is amazing it's it's really like pulls you in but there's a lot of scary zombie moments and i don't deal with scare very well <laughs> <laughs> says the person who's played walking dead and those are stories. <laughs> There's scary zombie games that got cannibals. That's true. You play but Dead by Daylight. That is true. I does not mean I don't get scared. You mean Dead by Daylight? <laughs> you should hear Bob scream when he plays that game. I saw my Homer Simpson. <laughs> I'm just like do 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 do. You're not lying. <laughs> It's oh. like my girlfriend and my little girl will be just laughing at me off to the side. <laughs> it's like, I... yes, I am Bob. I was in the army for five years. I'm so manly. <laughs> Meanwhile, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Michael Myers behind you. Already ready? I haven't played that in a while. Let's see. Do you guys play any roguelikes? I have some, I just don't play them. Like, I have, oh. like, Rogue Legacy, I have... Like, I have some Rogue Legacy games, I just don't play them. What about you, Shana? 
I'm not familiar with those titles. You're, you're not familiar with the genre. Well, the genre's name sucked, and like I've mentioned on, well, probably will mention on every fucking podcast that I hate that name for the genre because unless you played a game from the 1970s, you don't know what the you have no frame of reference. But basically, it's a game to where um, you'll get a resource or something, right? You'll lose everything but that resource, then that resource you spend to, like, level up or get RNG to swing a little bit more in your favor on more runs through the game. If that makes sense. I'm or in a game, like, or in a game um, like uh, Rogue Legacy, which is cool, where your character dies, but um, you carry on as one of their descendants. Oh, yeah. But yeah, right now I'm playing Heroes of Hammerwatch, where I am slowly improving my town. I just got a priest. Insert joke. Just about me and a priest in the same room in any context. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be sexual. It's just like, okay, we got this foul mouthed little bastard. Is that, is, that, is that Far Cry 6? You and a priest in a room is Far Cry 6? It's like yeah, no <laughs> gameplay. It's just like a, it's just basically just a conver- hour and a half long conversation. You're like, did I just take? Is this what acid's like? Ugh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've been playing a lot of that. It's like a twin stick shooter type game, and you try your best to get to the top of the mine because you go in the mine and you're going vertically up I guess like because it's in a giant mountain so you're up layers of the mountain trying to see what's at the end and make the town better so you're constantly using ore to, to um, like oh I improved my guild I improved the pe- person who if I buy stuff from them I get better potions or I improved my attack stat because I improved the blacksmith. But with that, you just unlock the upgrades. But you also have to send back ore and gold. Because if you die and it's on you, you don't get to keep it. Like, you actually have to send it back in every couple yeah. levels. You- yeah, you died. It's on your body. Yeah, if you die and it's on your body, it's like you don't get to go back and, and fetch it. And it sucks. Because I was like, I had 16. I couldn't find a place to drop it. This sucks. <laughs> Sounds like a horrible Harvest Moon game, but in a mine. <laughs> it's not even a Harvest Moon game because it's all combat. Like, <laughs> you know, it, like how you improve one. this through menus. It's like Rune, Rune Factory or something like that, where you actually had combat. Mm, yeah. I think one of those, I, don't know, I can't remember it. But, so, uh, Zez... Last time you told us that you installed a game, did you get to play it? Yes, I finally started God of War. Um, Ooh, and you won? Yeah. <laughs> Data boy. Mm. He doesn't say as he doesn't say boy as much as you make it seem like he says there, Bob. Well, the thing is, is I'm kind of a lightweight when it comes to alcohol, so I would die of alcohol poisoning if I took a shot every time he said it. But I, I was playing. I played God of War this week. I played more NHL 18. They are billions and Soma. Hey, what oh, the hell is they are billions? Because I keep on hearing billion. about it, and I'm like, it's an RTS where mm-hmm. you're building a colony and you're trying to survive zombies for zombie 
attack for 100 days. So you have to constantly keep upgrading, keep getting better stuff because each wave that they send at you every every so often, like every day 12, day 18, day 24, it's more and more and more of them. So you, you just got to continue to pump people out. Mm-hmm. And also you have to have, you know, you have to play management and be able to get many people as possible and defend it. Um, it sounds like one of those games where I would have a panic attack because I'd be like, I got I get it, 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 <laughs> done, done, out. You might, you might. Because like, I, I'm good at like, okay, I'm going to make sure this one system works. Now I've got this one system working really well through this one out of balance. So let me get this system working really fucking good and so on and so forth. You know? But if it's just like, yeah, uh, you try to, I'm kind of a, like, I, I don't play games. I try to destroy them. Good luck. <laughs> this one, this sounds like a game to where I'm like, I've, I'll, I've hit what I call the wall a few times in my life. And every time it looks like this. The inciting incident happens. And I go. Yep, I'm done. I fuck this. I'm done. I'm done. Nope. <laughs> nope. Done. Look. Throw the controller. Oh, That's that off. Yep. Yep. That happens. Walk out the door. That happens. It's like it's I, a, I am no. But thing. The game. The game takes place over a hundred. You know, you have to survive a hundred days in order to win. I've never gotten past like day seventy. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been playing for how long? It sounds difficult. I've got, about a month. I've got 172 hours in that game. It kind of reminds me of like the game, this war of mine. Yeah. But it was zombies. Oh yeah. Although that's more like. Fallout it's more like civilization or... meets horde mode. It's more like Age of Empires meets horde mode. Oh yeah. Civilization is in... always gets yeah, civilization is in the mixed up. Civ is a board game and not my yeah. jam at all. Um. I'll place I'll place it, but I have to be in the right right mind for it. Yeah. Um. Uh, speaking the of me, done. Oh, so done. I sponsors. think we're done. Done with this, and it's time for sponsors. So first off, let's talk about Gatherbot. Gatherbot is basically the bot that runs my chat. They are. It's done by a company called Opera Event. The quick and dirty way of putting it is something is a mixture of some of the best services out there like Streamlabs with their overlays, the BitBot and their BitBoss and all that. This is actually the people who made the original BitBoss. And but the reason why they are sponsoring just like, oh, I have this bot you can play with that has RPG features and blah 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 is you can donate money through that. If you're a streamer, that's really awesome because yes, they take a, a small percentages off off of it before they hand it over to you a month later but if somebody tries that horrible stuff with chargebacks guess what gatherbot has to deal with that not you <laughs> <laughs> but like my hands are clean it's like i i'm good like if i don't get the money i understand i can figure out what happened but like my paypal account's still clear but also like you can do plenty you can support the stream in a lot of ways without actually spending money you like to play the mobile games or if you like or if you're like hey i want to buy a game that's on chrono.gg and earn sub points 
which for every 2,000 sub points is a free sub that you can use on yourself or give to another member of the chat or give to me so I can go, hey, you. And that actually is how later the stream, Shanna is going to pick one of you lucky, beautiful viewers as our next newest sub on the channel. Speaking of subs, thank you to all the subscribers who can use Twitch Prime to sub subscribe if they're already a Twitch Prime member or Amazon Prime member. Um, which is one free sub that you get per month for any channel that you would like to use on it. On my channel, on Bob's channel, on Shonana's channel. You know, any I'll, of those. It's like, we don't care if you use it on us. It's just like, hey, if you have Twitch Prime or Amazon Prime, link it up. It's free. Yeah. And like, it's a $5 sub. It's, it supports us more ironically than if you shell out the money because we're we, how it works is we get half of that five bucks, right? Well, if it's you paid for it or credit card, it's that five bucks minus whatever transaction fees, then we get half of what's left. So it's usually five. Yeah, it's like a 220 something right here. Yeah, you know, it's like somewhere high 20s, low, low 30s. And it's like, oh, but you know that supporting your favorite streamer. And besides, you're paying around a hundred bucks a year for the stuff. This is a sixty dollars of value that you're that you're not taking advantage of if you don't use it. Lastly, the charity of the month. Stack up dot stack up dot stack up dot org. I knew I was gonna make it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. It was founded in 2015 by by a veteran and it works under the goal of bringing both veterans and civilian supporters together through a shared love and community of video games. Because guess what? I was in the army for five years. There's a lot of my people there. Like I played D and D for the first time in Iraq. It was awesome. <laughs> like I had land parties in Iraq because we didn't really have internet. So all you had was land parties, but they have the stacks, supply crates, air assaults, Stack up operation or uh, stack up Overwatch program or stop for short. And Zez, can you tell us about the air assaults? The air assaults are where stack up hand picks deserving veterans and pays them to attend life changing video game and geek culture events such as Comic Con, E3, PAX, or even touring development studios such as Sony Santa Monica. Yeah. Um, they. Don't charge these guys anything at all. It's really awesome. But another thing they do, which is probably their biggest push, is called the Stop Program or Stack Up Overwatch Program. Basically, a program connecting vet veterans, helping with PTSD, um, a critical life event, you know, or just, you know, the general craziness that is transitioning from like the military to civilian life with veteran civilian volunteers who are trained called the stop squad. They are available 24 seven, 365. They do it on at shifts. They have a discord just for this. They abide by all HIPAA laws and they make sure your privacy is key. Uh, it's very hard for a lot of people to come out and talk about, Hey, I go to a therapist, but it's actually very common for people to have like a therapist or a small 
support group, even if it's their friends and family, to where it's like talking about it. And it's a lot easier if you can talk about it with someone who actually doesn't have to be explained, oh yeah, well, you know, I like I feel like I'm afraid all the time and I don't know why. But that being said, that's all. And if you hear somebody go, high noon, that's a, you know, a veteran being chosen. Yeah, right. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of chosen, um, Shanna, could you please, at your own discretion, choose who's going to be your new sub? Go um... any, mini, money, mo. Go, hey, you, you donated me money. I don't care. It's cool. <laughs> wants it <laughs> who wants it <laughs> um i mean i see i see 18 i see 11 18 oh ata uh, i was gonna say and 11 in chat um uh, it seems like go. 11's taking it 11 <laughs> wants it so it will go to 11 all right i'm hungry for a sub with spicy peppers <laughs> At FX. A, a spicy pepper sub. Spicy there you pepper go. Sub. <laughs> All right. At so, Jazz, can you lead sub. us into the main topic? Okay. Well, like I said before, at the start of the show, today we were talking about how we changed gaming. So, you two have both owned Wii's, right? Yeah. Yes. I, that's, something that, that's something that I've never, never. I have gotten. owned every Nintendo mainline console up into the switch and that's because i'm currently broke because i don't own a ps4 and that's going to be number one on my list <laughs> even um, though it's like oh no how much is it now 300 yeah, they always have a discount during you know black Friday. well i was going to say it's almost twice as much as the switch but that's not the case anymore uh it's not even that it's just like hey I, there's games out there for me but here's the thing if you look at what types of games were being released and heavily marketed before Switch, Switch, but the Wii, it was starting to homogenize, right? If it's a Sony game, if it's something from the Sony end, it's either going to be an RPG, something where you get to fire an RPG, or a sports game. Over the Xbox. Even more games were... It, more shooty shooty bang bang games, more like Gears of War, and more stuff where it was just like sports and not so much with RPGs over there, right? You want an Xbox? Now, yeah. Xbox tried. Yeah, they tried. They got Blue Dragon, but like that was. They got Blue Dragon, they, they really have like Lost PlayStation. Odyssey. They, they tried, it just didn't click over there the way it did on PlayStation. Because I think those like, JRPGs too were yeah. more popular with the uh, with PlayStation. Yeah, because they're a Japan. Japanese country, or they're a Japanese company. Mm-hmm. Well, Giftbot actually acted quickly once. Yay! <laughs> there we go. But congratulations, Eleven. <laughs> but that being said, um, then in comes Nintendo, and. Yeah, they had they're releasing action games with the Wii, but they're not action games that anybody that has to have like you could just pick up and play them and put them down just as quickly. 
know, they weren't these action games like God of War to where you kind of have to know how video games work and how video game logic works. Whereas if you pick up like Wii Sports, pack and toddle, but still. Yeah. But, you know, the, the, you should argue that there should have been a, uh, a lone release, but. No, honestly, I think them packing it in with it was a smart idea. No, it was a smart idea, but after the fact. I think the movement, like the the moving function in the game was really, uh, was very different. The controller compared to the other controllers. When the waggle worked, it worked. When it didn't, it was... If someone wasn't throwing their controller into their brand new TV... (laughs) That happened to my sister. She wrecked my parents' TV because they had the bowling ball. Like, they had the bowling ball attachment that you put the ball... And, like, seriously, I get a text from my dad saying, guess what your sister did? And it's a picture of the bowling ball embedded into the TV. Oh no! Yeah, that's what they had the wrist straps for. Uh, now I'm curious. It became did a it, roll it, real quick that you put that strap on. Yeah, d- yeah. Did they um? Did they launch with the wrist strap? I don't remember if they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. They, they, they did, but and like they, and like they even had warning: put the wrist strap on before blah blah blah. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, cause there was a man doing like this motion, like in the still image like it had little whooshes and it had a vase on one side and like um uh and a person getting bopped on the other and this would pop up while you're playing too like yeah it would would pop pop up to tell you this it would pop up while the game was loading like that was a like the first loading screen for most games yeah but i I think that like just able to use movement was really appealing to a lot of people who don't usually play games or as often yeah it definitely, on consoles, definitely, on consoles. definitely increased the accessibility yeah, yeah. And like, let's say if you have like the simplest of games and I, when I say easy I just mean simple controls mm-hmm to have like a game to where it's basically NES controls. Turn the Wiimote, turn it to its side, and just like so simple. Two buttons, start, select, up, down, left, right, done. You know? Mm-hmm. That made it a lot easier to go, oh, okay, so if I do this, this happens versus some game. Like, I have family members that look at a PlayStation controller. It's too many buttons. <laughs> Do you have family members who actually played the like the original Nintendo? Oh, uh, basically NES? all my siblings. My dad. My dad played Atari. Yeah. Like he's not a big gamer, but it's like yeah, he spent time. Now the one game my dad did. <laughs> like, dad I actually tracked games. that game down for him once. Oh, you did. Yeah, I was like, hey. Happy Father's Day! Day. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Perfect. And as soon as it gets to, like, oh, you don't have to be on dirt track anymore, he's like, and I quit playing because I basically beat the game as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) Because it goes, like, you have to go to the truck series, then to 
like the minor leagues of stock car racing. Then... Yeah, that's not my forte. I'm not a, a racing fan. A car racing fan, anyway. Right. Uh, I like rally. That's about it. Yeah, my, uh, yeah. my dad played video games until probably the N64. That's the last time I actually remember watching him play. And afterwards, kind of just sat back on the watch. He's like, oh, I don't know how to do this controller. <laughs> I'm done. But honestly, I think that ease of use changed gaming in a lot of ways. And I think that the, like, Sony and Microsoft missed the mark. Yeah. Because I was like, we, we need to add more move controls. And I'm like, no, you need fucking more accessible games. Because mm-hmm. the PlayStation Move was not that great. And the games for it were okay at best. I like the Move. I don't like the Move the move games. Like, I like the idea for the Move. Yeah. So they kind of found a second life. But I'm talking about, like, the games they made, they didn't have that same ease to pick up and play. Yeah. Nintendo was releasing casual hit after casual hit because they, you could stop playing the game and put it down. It's very interruptible. Yeah. Very easy to pick up. Oh my god. Like Stuff like Just Dance. You're familiar with dancing. Unless you're me, I have two left foot. It's a weird medical condition. <laughs> it's, it's a weird medical condition. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> like they're both left. So when I, I'm like, okay, yeah, they, 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 yeah, they both left out the door. And, like, and I can't play Sing Star because I sing like an amputee. You know, can't hold a note, can't carry a tune. You don't have to Sing Star. I like SingStar. SingStar is you can cheat that game. All you have to do is match the the tone. You have to be with like a, an octave around. Like you can yeah, be off oh, by an octave and still be like, oh, they're within. Yeah, the it'll radiant. catch it. All as soon as catching the um, the pitch, the the tone, it's not actually looking for the words that you're saying. Yeah, but I'm saying I can't even go. Uh, 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 I I think you could. Uh, uh, I think you could. Uh, uh, we, we need we need to get Bob a uh, sing star karaoke night. Uh, 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 yeah, it'll be a karaoke podcast. <laughs> By the way, way congratulations! I figured out how to get a Rick Roll joke in. Um, <laughs> but I know with the with just dance, I never really thought of it as being really good at dancing i think it, it really hit the point of just having fun and yeah. i think i mean it was a the, complete gamification just having yeah. fun and just this like simple just using movement to have fun where you don't have to be like oh i have to beat this score or hit i mean a lot of people took it as hey i need to be like the best or i need yeah. to do really well at it but i think it really hit a good uh fun factor in using movement so yeah. i mean it's a very kinetic game as a game got you in like just dance was the last game released for the wii just dance mm-hmm. 2018 i am not kidding you it was released in 20 i'm gonna fact check you on that love yep i will fact check you on that 2018 we are we you we the we okay yeah Done by Ubisoft, Just Dance 8 2018 was released in late 2017. When did they stop manufacturing them? I know they stopped. Uh, is it 13? 
Fort no, no, they kept on making them for a while because even during the Wii U's lifespan, we're like, yeah, this thing still prints money. We're still going to make it. Oh, okay. Because I know they just stopped the Wii U not too long ago. Yes, Dance 64. Yeah! <laughs> I would love to see like some sort of crazy mo control mod for the N64 of <laughs> Just Dance. That would be beautiful. It would have to be wireless. I mean, unless you're like holding it. Or like something towards like attached. a bunch of wrist straps and ankle straps. Oh, but gosh. Like, you know, if you go into casual gaming in general and like look at like, oh, like Tetris. That's a very casual game, right? They chose Tetris because it was a gender-neutral game, as the packing game with the Game Boy. And that's an awesome you know, that—that's a very um, smart business plan. When it's like, hey, guess what? And totally like, we're trying to sell a console to everybody, regardless of gender. So if we're going to pack in a game. Maybe Double Dragon might not work. Even though Double Dragon to me is awesome, maybe someone who's going through their My Little Pony phase might not enjoy that. Maybe their parents wouldn't enjoy them getting Double Dragon. I don't know. My parents actually let me watch Terminator when I was young. Are you, are you sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> are you sure you watched your you, sure you, watched, you, you watched Terminator and didn't let your parents know you watched Terminator? Oh no, they let me. Like, and I don't even mean Terminator Two, which was the more kid friendly one. I mean the first one with the, the. Yeah, with Arnold dropping out the sky. No, I'm talking about when Connor was conceived. Okay. <laughs> I was going to the very beginning of it. You were gonna go deep into the movie. <laughs> oh come on! If you're gonna go spoiler alert over a movie that's about as old as I am, I used to go spoiler alert. No, I'm just going ahead and preempting trolls on the internet. Uh huh. Because it's trolls on the internet that you got to worry about, not me. I don't even think it's technically spoilers if it's after what a certain amount of time. I, I would. Yeah, I I do the two? ten year hard, five year soft. You know. Five years still is spoiler. I don't know. I, I no think like I five years soft. Where it's like, like hey, listen, this person's <laughs> just getting into it, sort of thing. Yeah. I'm gonna leave leave it be because I know they're actually working that way you know? yeah but if i, I know that know they're them. not working that way then five years screw it yeah you should have already seen this by now like sorry <laughs> that's on you um, and so i guess you didn't really want to watch it that much or play it that much or whatever right but yeah um with the wii u itself like gangbusters 2007 it wasn't even out the entire year and it sold over six million yeah the first year it had out it was over 10 and it was really cheap wasn't it yeah it was the cheapest system out of xbox ps3 and well the ps3 was the most expensive so there's that ps3 was the most expensive but it was also a blu-ray player so that's uh, I don't think it was the Blu-ray player that did it. Was it no, I'm saying that's what helped the people go, oh, okay, well... well oh, you mean people buy it? Yeah. Or to yeah, justify well, the cost. Yeah, I don't I don't think the Blu-ray player was the was the source of the cost. Okay. Oh, no, but at the same time, it's the cheapest Blu-ray player on the market. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, the Wii U launched at uh, the Wii U launched at two fifty, or the Wii launched at two fifty. Yeah. Now you have like indie devs to this day. They're making more. They're not afraid of making a casual game. Mm-hmm. That that has wide market appeal. It's kind of become the it's kind of become the thing to do. Like Jackbox. Yeah, Jackbox, Jackbox is games. awesome. Or uh, even Jackbox has been a game for Jackbox has been around for a long time. No, the pa- party pack. Though. The party yeah. pack hasn't, but um, back when it was, you didn't know, you don't know Jack. Yeah. Back in the nineties. Yeah. I actually well, played that on the Wii. <laughs> well, even like uh, Brandel Floss made a thing called Use Your Words. Yeah, I yeah. had that yeah. one. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, which like as I supported that the moment it came out, you know, I didn't have money to financially do it. I did give it a lot of mouth service because I love that man's work. And he's such a smart-ass man. Love it. <laughs> That's great. Because, like, with Jackbox, I I would have friends over all the time. Uh, just visiting our friends, like, having just a get-together. And, like, hey, let's play this game. Like, yeah, well, it's a I don't really play game. games. I don't really play games. I'm like, it's okay. Like, do you play trivia? It's like... Yeah, all you have to do is have your phone, and then you just log on to like... this website, which you normally always do which was like it's simple like the controller is simple Use your jackbox on a website the controller jackbox is is your phone you're intimate with your phone you know yeah you already know how to go on websites so it's doesn't really... um jackbox have a tv only mode too though we could also turn on the same tv and not need their uh phone no because um, no you, because like say that wouldn't work with like say quiplash Okay. Everyone needs like a typing device. You can't type. Yeah, your stuff. phone. It, like, the everybody's watching it to like see what they're voting on or to get the presentation and the game. And okay. everybody loves game shows. Like that is a are not everybody, but something very popular, very easy to wrap your head around and. Die. Well, if you look at the Wii, the Wii controller itself was very simple and easy. It didn't have too many buttons. It was an it's, NES controller with a couple extra buttons. Yes, exactly. Which I think that would made it easier for people to, you know, just pick up and play too. Just like having your phone and using your phone to play. I mean, it's like kind of caused this weird ripple effect where, at, like, Sony started, like, Sony and Microsoft started investing in the more water-appealed Unfortunately, that market was cut completely cornered by the time they got around to it. And but you know, it had a ripple effect where it's like, hey, why does why does ha- why does that game have to be for um for this niche audience? Because we're not growing our audience, we need to like, broaden it out and broaden. Fortunately, certain companies like EA grip the soul out of things under that homogenous but you do have a lot of positives hey, that's just more EA being EA than the side effect of the Wii we're going to talk about that on a different show Bob because <laughs> I disagree with you and that'll get us down a rabbit hole yeah just me jumping on my soapbox for half a second like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to kick you all back off that soapbox like nope <laughs> It's like, no, I will bash EA. 
I don't even care about hitting them clean anymore. They haven't hit me clean in years. <laughs> and that mindset has recently gone into controller types to where uh, Microsoft is releasing a uh, controller peripheral to where it's for. Oh, nice. Are they working like with a... Able Gamers? Um, it's very much like you buy this one dongle sort of thing, and then you buy the attachment separately as needed. So it's going to be a very custom-to-you thing. To, like, say you have foot pads for buttons, and the foot pad is based upon, like, which jacket's hooked into. Press it, and it's the right... It's B, or it's the right bumper, or it's the right trigger. Right? You know, like, this is open. You know, the waves that the, rip, the ripple that the we caused has really helped things out. Yeah, and what were you going to say about Able Gamers? Oh, um, because Able Gamers, um, I actually came across them during when I went to PAX East. <laughs> and they had a booth set up and they actually showed off some of the the controllers that they created for people who have disabilities who are unable to play with an actual an actual controller or an actual keyboard or an actual mouse and they've actually designed these controllers to pertain to those people so they can still play games and enjoy games just as much as anybody else could Actually, wearing their bracelet. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I, I've, heard, I've heard about them. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look look it up, there's actually a NES controller that is it's hands free, like it's you blow in it, sort of thing. That's and you awesome. Use your jaw as the pad, and and as from the 80 so that sort of mindset yeah it wasn't caused by the Wii but the Wii probably did help go hey this is this has broadened our audience and made it more or completely capable of physically doing it it was just a mental thing of or an intimidation thing you know like wait now wait aren't there people who like would love to get into games but can't because of some physical stuff but like an, another thing that I thought was Oh, that thing right retails for six hundred bucks now. <laughs> Sorry, the I just saw in the, in the picture? Yeah, like that thing now you, if you want to find it at six hundred bucks. It originally retailed on its own for hundred and twenty bucks with the NES hundred and seventy nine. Oh wow. It was it was extremely specialized equipment. Yeah. But the fact that like this wasn't made by Nintendo, this was. Oh yeah, that this one was made by Nintendo, but it. This is before Nintendo. Controversial statement saying this, had the manufacturing capabilities they do today. The power glove. <laughs> but no, no, just that Nintendo has manufacturing capabilities today that can get some people going. Yeah, you say that, but I can never find the amino I want. Or the amiibo that I want. I'm like, sorry. It doesn't, that's not controversial. It, just because they don't make them doesn't make 
a large enough supply to satisfy people doesn't mean that they don't have manufacturing. Yeah, honestly, there, there's been so many times it's like, sorry, we don't have it because of manufacturing issues. But that's another issue for another day. Yeah, that's another. Yeah, that, that's a different story. Without get getting my without sidetracking. See, Shane, I told you I'd be the one doing all the sidetracking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, with Microsoft doing this, I think it's going to bring a lot of gamers in. If it was like, say, the equivalence of like, say, a Mad Cats doing this, I know it would lose lose money because the right people wouldn't be in the right Microsoft has that Gates money. Gates ha- Gates does a lot of charity work, so I'm pretty sure he has, like even though he can't directly tell them, he can nudge them into getting it done right. If, he's really, if he really cares about it that much. Well, you know, there is the Gates Foundation. I'm not saying he doesn't have charities or whatever he, that he supports. It's different to be that invested into that side activity that your company is doing. And if nothing else, like the most, even in the most cynical version of, oh, it's just a PR move. For a PR move, it's doing a lot of good. Theoretically. But, um, yeah, you guys got any more opinions on the Wii and how you think it's cascaded or its effects have cascaded across time and space <laughs> it's, it's went to the future and come back now well you know I make I like to make jokes with plenty of dimensions to it mm-hmm. three pe- people got that joke awesome <laughs> Um. well I I really found the the book that you you shared with me. Mm-hmm. I found it really interesting because it was actually talking about um, the difference between casual, what, what's considered casual, and what's considered hardcore. The stereotypes. And, we just yeah, went over that. Stereotypes, yeah. So what I found really interesting about it was that People who are considered to be casual actually game almost just as much as if people not more. who are, or more at, as a hardcore. So I feel like when the Wii came out, they kind of hit they hit the the stereotype in just a different way. They kind of went beyond that and found out that hey, people who are considered casual would be willing to play games just as much or like you say more so i thought that was really interesting yeah reggie fizeme said that they were aiming for a casual audience with this launch and the reference to the wii launch and Mm -hmm. it worked and the thing is is whatever group because i do not think it was an individual but that had the thought, yeah. but oh, just so many kids that would come in and be like, you know, it's like they it's like being a gamer was their entire identity, and I'm like, a fucking hobby. Like, yeah, identity I, too. Like, but even if like your biggest hobby is how you define yourself completely above all else. 
it's not entirely healthy because it's like, oh yeah, let's let's forget the fact that you know you're someone's brother, you're someone's son, you're probably that you know like oh or that you're a straight A student or any other accolades you earn. According to way the, the way you're defining yourself, that shit doesn't matter. You need to like get get off the school get out of, off the school bus by every game as soon as it comes out and play games until your parents force you to go to sleep. Sacrifice as much. Th- it's like, I'm sorry, that's not how life works. Now, however, it is fun as hell to pull an all-nighter occasionally. Oh, those were the times. I miss them. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that adult life hits and responsibilities happen, the carefree times as a child. Yeah, um, <laughs> don't take this as an endorsement, but of that fictitious lifestyle but listen i suck at adulting <laughs> you say that I, i'm as close as you get to that because it's like i made i made a way of making money off of producing content around the thing that i love so i spend a lot of time around it reading about it studying it to where it's like i'm i'm gonna have a phd in gameology one of these days That'd be awesome. Frame it, put it on your wall. <laughs> doctor, <laughs> doctor in the degree of gaming and gameology. Yes. Or is awesome. or scientific gamification. Yes. <laughs> well, it, that, that sounds like it should be a hip hop album name. It's awesome. That's where I was thinking it was going. <laughs> Well, no, even... if we're talking about that type of game, my game's so bad that you can be in a different state and I'll mess yours up. I wasn't. That's not the type of game I was talking about. I have I was anti-game. Talking... I have. I was game. just talking about. I was just talking about rapper names. No, that's just the game. That's not where I was going with that. <laughs> no, rapper you names mentioned you game. mentioned having a PhD. It, the game is a rapper, but that's not where I was going with that. <laughs> Well, back on the, the little D-pad. <laughs> <laughs> Great eleven with little D-pad. That that is my hip hop name. Yes, eleven. <laughs> That's my Wu Tang Clan name now. There you go. <laughs> Wu Tang ain't nothing to fuck with. I mean, <laughs> what? <laughs> you start what? something by. <laughs> <laughs> What? I'm white, but not even I'm that white. You can only rap game music only. Just, I just... like that there, hippity hop. Um, <laughs> oh, but yes, back on subject. Please, before I pull us further off. Well, what I, what I really think is that um, I think a lot of people kind of try to see it as black or white yeah like either the casual or you're the hardcore when yeah, the in reality it's, it's like a, a rainbow of colors all different i know they they did break it down quite a bit and i thought that was really interesting yeah um there's a flow chart slash family tree slash family bush so a family a tennessee family tree of like just artistic movements and how they interconnect with each other 
postmodernism, cubism, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know, this is how we got here in an art style form. Mm-hmm. Right. And to some extent, it really works. Some parts I really disagree with what's in the book. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not saying that gaming is so unique you cannot harken back to um, former ways of thinking as far as, um, well, for lack of a better term, former medias or older medias like painting, photography, film, books, all that stuff, right? But the thing is, is books are not that interactive. Even the choose-your-own-stories books are literally really scripted to the point to where... That doesn't mean they're not interactive, though. You actually have those kind of books? I didn't even know yeah. that. What, choose-your-own-adventures? Choose your yeah, I had an R.L. No. Stone one. To where basically yeah. how it works is, like, you know, choice A turned to this page, choice B turned to... Yeah, Goosebumps had a whole series of them. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that was like that was early day video games <laughs> for me. path, early Telltale, right there. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, well, yeah, like, well, that, that, that's where Telltale's roots are. But I'm just like, yeah, but it's missing the. Um, that's actually the one I had. Um, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, goosebumps! I remember the show. Very freaky. Yeah, that, sh- that show was all over the place. I remember the one with the dude turning into plant, like in his or the yeah, kid that was from superhero in the basements. I remember the creepy sponge one. The or creepy the sponge that was Night of the Living Dead or Night of the Living Dummy. Yes. But before we go too 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 far off tangent again. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we oh, have hit a new low. I'm the one telling us to get back on track. <laughs> Anyways, um, my point is, is that, yes, you can make a book interactive, but then you're missing the visual media, right? The motion-inspired visual media. If you make it interactive and a picture book, at the same time, it's not film. (laughs) And with film... The closest we got to, like, a video game type stuff was a YouTube thing, of all things, where you'd click click an annotation and it'd shoot you to another video that was, like, ten seconds long, then another. Or, like, another section within the video. Yeah. Like, you choose a choice at the beginning or essentially to a spot in the video where it's completely set set aside in the video to to do the choices. Yeah. And, honestly, they weren't... There was only a couple one that couple of them that I experienced that were any good. One of them was the Street Fighter one. Like they had like the little Street Fighter Fighter action figures. <laughs> and you're action fighting now. <laughs> Air quotes. Like you know, Gal versus E Honda stuff like that. It's really really fun. Is or. Back, or where it gets really fun as far as like when you have all of those yes there are artistic movements but they happen really fucking quickly when it comes to gaming right we've had a hundred or a couple 
a thousand years worth of artistic movement happen in a couple of decades. Right? We've had cubism. That's called that's voxel art style. We've had modernism to where when we went from 2D to 3D. We had postmodernism when we start with the retro revival. Where a bunch of that's still happening to this day where you have indie games. I was like, yes, we're trying to simulate the SNES like look, feel, and mechanics and gameplay. They're all like you have all of those there because a lot of the groundwork were done in those other forms. But they're being but we're doing it in a much quicker way. Because of that speed, the industry tends to unlearn lessons it teaches itself just as quickly. Because there seems to be this rotating door of, hey, we're going to be inclusive for everybody. Hey, we're, you know, okay, and he saw it and was like, okay, we're going to hold on to our audience. We're going to hold on to this audience. We're going to hold on to this audience. Oh, crap. Most of our audience has either died from old age, died, left onto the newer, because someone started doing us better than we did. Or like, you know, just quit playing games altogether because life stuff. We need to grow our audience and make games that everybody can enjoy again. It's kind of a ro- kind of this revolving door. Because it happened, they grew their audience with the Wii. It kind of got niche with the Wii U, then they re-learned how to make the wheel again with the Switch. I think that's more about... I don't think it's about reinventing the wheel. I think it's about the type of games that came out. Well, but then again, I, I, I didn't own either one of the consoles, so I don't know that much. Well, I can tell you one of the biggest similarities the Switch has with the Wii is simple controls. Games are very easy to jump in and jump out of. And, like, they went one step further with the Switch where it's like, yeah, I need to go, but I want a game. Hey, I can just fucking take it with me. Well, that's why Nintendo is really, really good about was their handhelds and they knew oh. how to pertain to the handhelds themselves yeah so i remember there was a big battle between playstation's uh handhelds to the ds and yeah the beat in the ds to those yeah. of you watching the M- mp3 i'm just holding up a original game boy and just doing a mic drop with it basically the original should have like shining. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I do have tape around the thing because the adhesive. So I'm like, okay, gorilla tape. Done. It's like, no, you get back in your world. You can't come to the outside world. Get back Stay in. Stay in your hole. <laughs> <laughs> he locks it back up afterwards. Lock and key. Oh no! If lock. you want to go really weird, I have a copy of Street Fighter 2010 from the NES. Hmm. It's weird. Just watch the AVGN video over it. He can explain it better than I ever can. Because it's just a giant pile of what the fuck. WTF, mate. WTF. But, honestly, I think we're going to wrap up on there. We've been going for a little while. That being said, Jenna, here are your five minutes of fame. Tell us all the places we can find you. Well, um, 
So of course I am streamer on Twitch so you can follow me and find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash shanana banana. I know. It's below you. It's, it's below you. There you go, right below. It's below her. It's so above follow, her. So follow. It's just twitch.tv slash that there. I know a lot of people have problems typing it out. <laughs> uh, same tag is on Twitter and on Instagram. You can search by on there. And so, I have six A's in your name. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't count them. You wouldn't count them. <laughs> A lot of A's, N's, and bananas. <laughs> and four N's. Got a wall full of bananas, so. This yeah. Is like, this is like Tennessee and Mississippi had a name kid does like no we're going to make you even more confused on how to spell this crap <laughs> i love it <laughs> especially when i get shout outs in chat i'm like how do i type this <laughs> like, ah. I'm like i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> or people trying to pronounce it trying to read it there's Shana no wrong Mano. way to say my name every every version and every I saying Perfect. Ask Zaz every time I try to say the whole thing and not just call you Shanna, it turns into Shanna, banana, <laughs> fanana, fanana, nana, fudge. Yeah. No, I hear everything from Shanana, or banana face, or like it's, it's all over. Batman. Mad, yeah. I've actually heard that one too. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to keep going until he finds one for you. I love them all. I love it, <laughs> especially when I jump into new streamers, uh, their their pages, and they get to hear. I'm like, I'm so sorry if I butchered your name. I was like, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect because you did it. Yes. Did it. I don't care what's yes. wrong, but you did it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I usually stream every week. Um, right now. And have school right now, so yeah, you can every week when you have school. Yeah, and yeah. every week you do post on your Discord, which you can yes through your stream. Yes, uh, what your schedule is, and you do yeah, have a that. wonderful welcoming. Apparently, there's only one <laughs> asshole in it, and it's me. No, not at all. No, you do no, not no, know no. me that well. You've been very kind to me, so. Oh, that's because I've been, like, see, I was kind to you because I wanted to get you on the podcast. Now that's <laughs> oh, he's, like, oh, yeah. he's, he's like, I, he's like, oh, I used you. Now I that I've gotten now. what I wanted, I'm going to go back to my old asshole ways. It's just like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde right there. No, it's not Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. That's not Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. <laughs> I'm just being a guy. It's, 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 more like, it's more like you're seeing Bruce Wayne. You're gonna Now you're going to see him being Batman. Oh, okay, there we go. That's a little better reference. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? What are you, retarded? Yeah. I'm the goddamn Batman. Fuck you, Frank Miller. <laughs> Batman voice all the way. No, just the line, I'm the goddamn Batman. Fuck you, Frank Miller. Have you ever watched All-Star Batman and Robin, The Boy Wonder? Mm-mm. Or read it, rather? Okay, All-Star Superman is, like, an amazing masterwork that came out on time. All-Star Batman and Robin the Boy Wonder. Yes, that's the title. It's not just All-Star Batman, but people refer to it as that. Is the opposite of that. 
so garbage. <laughs> all you know, Bob's just like point blank. It's garbage. No explanation at all. Just it's garbage. <laughs> that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it's been awesome. I'm Ziploc Bob. That's the Zaz. That's Shana Banana Hannah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You can find me here Monday through Friday, seven seven through ten PM Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash ziplockbob. You can find Zaz at twitch.tv slash the underscore Zaz. And you can find us both at twitch.tv slash bottle rocket gaming at random times during the week. You can also find this podcast at Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Yeah, Wednesdays right, for Bob. him. For Go me, ahead, it's like, <laughs> eh, usually I just rebroadcast this thing. And he's like, there's my stream for the week. You just rebroadcasted. Yeah, no, I'm lazy. <laughs> And you can get that a full day early in case you missed this. Also, you can watch this at youtube.com slash bottle rocket gaming. You can find their discord and all that stuff at bottlerocketgaming.com. And we do have an iTunes. There is a link down below. We do have MP3 version of this if you mm -hmm. don't like iTunes. There's a link down below. And we'll be seeing you guys ne next weekend with... Daisy Krueger for the live and Super Couch Fighters for the um YouTube side of things. See you got guys then, and as always, take care of yourselves. <laughs> Later.